Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. We're a couple of weeks late, but regardless, welcome to our annual holiday special, previously called Drunk Cheese Stories. Now we're just calling it Cheese Stories, since no one was drunk the last time. It's my pleasure to welcome back friends of the show, Thalassa Skinner, co-founder of Culture Magazine, and Matt Rubiner of Rubiner's Cheesemongers, located somewhere in the wilds of southern Massachusetts. How are you both doing, and are you guys drunk right now? Um, I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, nice. I can hear you, Rubiner. Are you wasted? Um, yeah, no, I took pills. <laughs> Sweet. You're just like <laughs> me then. You're just like me. <laughs> Western Massachusetts. <laughs> Southwest. I mean, the whole state's like the size of this recording studio, so, you know, it's all relative. Yeah, well, it's the western side of the recording studio. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, so first I wanted to recap the holidays. Uh, what mm. sort of cheese-related shenanigans did you guys get up to, and uh, how did you survive? What about you, Rubiner? Um, we don't typically get up to shenanigans. No? We're, we're rather sober, serious uh, um, cheese shop. Um, but, uh, no, we went about our, our daily Christmas grind. You know, Christmas for us is a, a time to to buy a bunch of uh, Italian buffalo yogurt and throw it out on the fur. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a time for refrigeration breakdowns and evaporation <laughs> of staff. Nice, it's, nice. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, I heard that that, <laughs> what, that one of my uh, part-time staff members, you hired her daughter, and then uh, when they had, there was a big snowstorm, I heard that you demanded that she came to work and drove to her home to pick her up to get her back. Is that well, first, true? Well, I, first, I made her walk, and then she got halfway there and got <laughs> snowbound and tried to build a makeshift shelter. Um, <laughs> but then I, then I went and got her. You're a hell of a guy. It toughens them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what they said about you in prison. You are one <laughs> hell of a guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what about you, Lassa? You were mongering cheese over the holidays. I saw some pictures. I did. I mongered uh, in, in Haven with uh, Jason um, at Caseus. And I, I don't know if you've been in that shop, but it's off, It's quite small. Oh, yeah. And, Which shop? Um, the Casey's shop on the uh, oh, right, right in the center of New yeah. Haven, and um, so uh, it was it was great. I mean, I really love being behind the counter, especially if I don't have to do it all the time. So it oh, was yeah. a, a blast. Um, but um, I was really amazed at how busy. I mean, we were slammed. So um, and we. I mean, I, I'm sure it's cause, not because I was working, but we did beat all records. I just want to put that out there. So, you know, whatever. That's awesome. But we sold. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And um, I, it was, we actually were 
so crammed in that place. I mean, there were people waiting for you know a while, and every I always get nervous about that kind of thing because I think people are going to walk out, you sure. know, and da da da. So there was a lot of good. The shenanigans we got up to were coming up with some kind of a way to keep people involved on as they waited, and uh, and you know, of course, what would be very nice is for them to look around more and and to buy more. Uh, which they did, but we would come up with jokes. Or actually, the best thing was to look out there and actually say, someone tell a joke. And believe it or not, they rose to the occasion. There were many a good joke that was told. Not that I can remember a single one. I was going to ask you, you know, if these, I was going to ask you to repeat one. I knew you would, but but then, you know, I can't because I was really, really, you know, dedicated to cutting cheese and doing things. So, you know, I, I can't. I can't possibly. Does Casius have a? Um, is it just all cut to order? Is there a little takeaway section in there too? What are the, what's what's going on? You cut all, You did it, all your cheese it, cut to order. It's pretty much all cut to order. Wow. Yep. Uh, there are. I mean, except for the small, very soft kind of cheeses that from France or something like that. But there, it's all cut to order. So, um, and then there's you know slicing too. So we have a a, a deli slicer. So it was pretty gnarly, but. I mean, the part to me that you do that every me, day. I yeah. I know you do, Matt. I know, but you know, I'm a way out of practice. So, but they put up with me. They put up with me. What do you slice in there on the slicers? Everything. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Lassa, but I'm also talking to you, Rubiner. You hmm. slice cheese. Slice cheese. No, no, <laughs> no cheese. No cheese. Oh, you're just talking <laughs> salumi. You're talking right, we slice salumi our for people. Oh, uh, that's, that's cool. the one cheese we slice. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I, mean, I don't even do that. I just make them buy a big chunk and get the hell out. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I absolutely think I sh- we should have done that because uh, we had, and this was certainly a trend that was there um, this holiday season, but people were buying raclette and had raclette, you know, the little, the ma- little machine, the little warmers. Yeah. yeah. And they... It was really, I would say, the num- not the number one, but way up there. They were buying cheese to, to have on their rack machines. We so, had a, a notable spike in Tete de Moine sales. Tete de Moine? Yeah, from, oh. uh, from approximately zero to a bunch. <laughs> really? What do you yeah, attribute it was weird. that to? It was to? a Tete de Moine sort of year. We even lent out our, our uh, you know, we have this dusty Giraud oh. machine <laughs> that we were like, oh, we can lend it out to people who want Tete de Moine, and then it's been sitting there for... 13 years of the original, you know, price tag on it. Sure. Uh, yeah, it actually got some action, got some, uh, did, some, did some shaving. Oh, do you, sell them the, the, do you sell them the little pre-made roses? No, but, you know, I see that every time, and I got half of mine just to, just, just got to have that on the Gufanti website. Yeah. Can or on we... the, no, on, on, uh, on uh, the Quality Cheese website, <laughs> the yeah. pre-done flowerette. Oh, man, we used to have to do uh, those in Artisanal. I remember people would have a, would ask us to do that, and I, I think I threw away, like, three Giroles just so I could <laughs> pretend that I didn't have them at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, I know we had a Girole in here. I'd be like, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak that language. Exactly, I don't know. exactly. <laughs> um, for Rubiner, what, what was your standout cheese this winter? Like, what's the best thing you had in the, in the last quarter? Best thing I had or what sold the best? Well, a little bit um, of both. The best thing I had, well, there was one cheese we had which just sold like hotcakes, but unfortunately it's a, a cheese that I cannot speak of. So we'll move on to another. Okay, no problem. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> I would say that the big hit <laughs> you of give the us season a hand? was you give the us a hand? Uh, was the Gorgonzola Cremificato from uh, you know, which we uh, put in its okay. wooden it. little it. pot and we scoop it out. Oh, uh, that's awesome. And, and that's become a smash hit. Um, you mean the cremificado uh, from the Gufanti one, the big, uh, the the big, or yeah, yeah, you know, the big, the Dolce Extra or whatever. Yeah. And then you know you lop the top off and and uh, scoop it out. And it's just insane. They're just feeding frenzies. People see one person <laughs> scoop it out, and then we'll you know knock through a, a wheel in a couple hours, which is you know pretty dramatic for us. Wow. Um, that's awesome, actually. That went uh, that's amazing. That went big. What else was good? The uh, um, you know, just blowing through Flory's truckle cheddar. Oh so, yeah, because it's so sweet and tasty. Yeah, and uh, and then the Brabander Gouda at a remarkable clip, also because it's so sweet and tasty. What else? I actually made a list. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's good that you know the uh, we we sold a ton of was the you know the four fat fowl cheeses the yeah Saint Stephen is it triple cream and they're they're pretty remarkable because you know I mean we're going to sell triple creams no matter what sure um, and they're you know Briat Savarin or Crema de Cito or something fairly straightforward and you know getting its chief charm just being the sheer weight of butterfat but right. the when we get the four fat fowl ones they taste like and I think you guys you kids are way too young to remember this but Explorateur. <laughs> I remember that cheese with the rocket well, on it. Yeah. In the, in the, in like I don't know 80s. what you're talking about. Right, yeah. the rocket cheese. It was like yeah. the famous like, you know, cheese that like my New York roommates ate. And it was like gray and dark on the oh, outside yeah. and really goopy around the edges. And all the pieces were crammed together in a wooden box and stuck together. Yeah. So you pulled them out to sell them. You tore the sides off. And it was really delicious. Oh, yeah. And then they pussied out and started putting them in little... Like plastic caps. Tunes. Yeah, what the fuck? Oops, sorry. And I mean, then the it just became this, this milk toast, you know. And these, these four fat fowls are just dead ringers for that old explorateur. That's awesome. I, uh, anyway, yeah, that was my list. Nice. What about nice. you, Lassa? What'd you blow through? Well, uh, I would say top of the list is the were a whole bunch of different Swiss um, alpines, but Swiss in particular alpines. And um, there was one in particular whose name I can't for the life. I think it's called Cabochon, but it's oh, a, yeah, it is Cabochon. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are great. It, oh my God, that and and um, you know it's it, it, people had to. I mean, I was kind of amazed at, at, at people just just trusting us with this and going, I can, I will go with it if you think that it's that. I will go, and then they would come back <laughs> for another piece. So that was really cool. Um, but all the Gruyers and the, you know, the, the melters, again, the raclettes, um, they did, you know, the KCS did an Adopt an Alp um, program. Yeah, so those, those we blew through. And um, that raclette that was part of our Adopt an Alp, the, the particular Alp was just phenomenal. Like we, you know, it was delicious. But for, for me, I was interested in how many people um, – were very familiar with the New England cheeses. And, of course, I've come back from living in California for a long time. So it was exciting for me to see how many people were going for the um, Volto, going for Cato Corner, the Mystic, the Robinson, Nettle Meadow, Meadowwood. All of those are almost, you know, second nature to people now to purchase, yeah. which I think is incredibly exciting. Uh, it just makes me happy. It used to not be like that. And, and you know, I moved west. For that, and now it's here, and I'm very proud of, of it. I really am very excited. No, it's good. Be, be we, back. We blow yeah. through those as well. I mean, uh, for us, you know, in the, in the time that I was actually there, which um, I mean, I am. Um, 
I spent um, the weeks, you know, I was I was really freaked out because this, this is the first time in a long time I've ne- I wasn't able to work um, up the week leading to Christmas because for, I was in the hospital, and um, so you know Wait, I was what? I was still placing That's- orders though. It was really interesting. These people are like, you know, they're like, we got to do this procedure on you. And I was like, just give me one minute. I have to place this air order right now. <laughs> you know, and they were like, they were like, you're you're a sick person. I was like, yes, I am, but I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble if people don't have Robiola do a latte next week. So you know, I'll be right back in here for a different reason. Um, but we sold through, yeah. We we sold um, and we've been we've been going this way. Um, we sold so much um, of red cow parmigiano and so much. Uh, and you would think that we were yeah, going to yeah. And people, I feel like we finally made um, at at our shop, at least in the Flatiron shop, like we finally made this like impact. Or people are just came and were buying like massive slabs of uh, of that cheese, which made me me happy because uh, they were actually. You know, they had turned a corner and were actually eating it, you know? People were, like, not just asking me to pre-grate huge amounts of cheese, you know what I mean? Like, they were taking... Yeah, I've given up yeah. on that. You know, they were taking up big, big chunks. And um, and I always like um, the older sheep cheese in the winter. Like, I had some uh, really, really good um, Oso Irati that I was just, like, fantastic that we were pushing out. Um, and I like those. I like I like the hard, you know, I like the hard cheeses in the winter, you know, like the stuff you pull up from the pantry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, good. I agree completely with that. And I, I there was definitely a lot of um, people wanting a mix of milks and being yeah. aware that there was a mix of milks, which potentially is what a lot of us know, you know, as mongers. But I was kind of amazed at how many people were aware of that and were wanting, you know, to not, even with the blue, you know, saying, well, but do you even have, do you have a goat's milk blue? Yeah. So, I, you know, I was amazed. Um, but the, the sheep's cheeses, I mean, the sheep's milk cheeses, the, the Fiori Sardos and things like that, they were definitely popular. And, um, you know. Fiori Sardos on my list of I, uh, things that uh, didn't work. Really? Oh, really? Every, every year, so I buy a real Fiore Sardo. Sure. You know, hard as a rock, you know, just... Uh, um, yeah, you got to get a yawn. chisel to open that thing, right? You know, like... Yeah, and, and you know, the smoked variety, yeah. uh, which is already, you know, puts up another hurdle to selling it. And, you know, I get it every year, and I'm like, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, I forget. I forget uh, that I'm, it's an impossible sell for me. It's expensive. Mm. It's it's uh, not terribly satisfying, at least, uh, you know, in the in the... To the palates of the customers and you know me, and uh, so it's still sitting out there. Ah, <laughs> yeah. goddamn! Mm. I think Greg and I should come up there. Let's yeah. see what we can do about that. I, mm. can, yeah. I could start a little fund, you know, to get some people to go down there and just, you know buy it from you if you say, suppose if you want them to <laughs> get it the hell out of the way. The, it's sitting there next to the big case of. Uh, uh, yuzu mayonnaise that you know, oh come on everybody needs some yuzu about. mayonnaise in their lives you know korean korean yuzu mayonnaise oh that's a <laughs> that's my, that was my is that the one that, of the season is, is that that the fla- it's got like yuzu flavoring in it or that it's actually yeah, as far like as i know lemony? it's actual yuzu but 
Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Good luck yeah, with that. Count that of like seventy three or something. Nice. Good luck with all that. <laughs> and then that was probably like you know late at night. You'd had a couple pops. You're like, yeah, sure, but but I'll buy a yuzu mayonnaise this year. What the fuck? Let's just buy it. Put it in there. <laughs> so base base on that. Word. I just want to say yuzu. Yeah, yuzu's awesome. You know, I. It's just, it, yeah, it's a good word, yuzu. We have to I screwed up. I thought, you, I thought gonna, this was, an... you know, yuzu was going to be huge this season. <laughs> You're like 10 years late, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but Does it all seems. die down so quick? Yeah, well. No, I'm not going to digress there. I want to know, based on your wonderful holiday seasons, do you have, um, Matt, do you have any cheese predictions for 2017? Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I'm so out of touch. Cheese predictions. Yeah. yeah, did they have to wheel you out of your room, you know, with all your, uh, you know, um, you know, your TV monitors in there so you can watch the shop so you could come out and do the show? Did they sort of bring you back into society? <laughs> right. I just have the, uh, I just have the speaker, the loudspeaker, yeah. scream at the customers yeah. without actually having to be on the floor from the privacy of my own bed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. what I'm so out of touch with cheese trends, and I don't know what the – it's cheese. Well, then what do you That's think, Lassa? We're moving right on from you. Right on from you. Right now. You just chime in. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, right, Lassa? Uh, well, for, first of all, I would say that it's it's prior, just prior to the fancy food show. So yeah. I think that, um, you know, we'll know more uh, in a very real sense once we, once we uh, go to that. But um, I think number one, top of everything, is that everybody will be reading Culture Magazine nice. uh, in luck. this new year. You know. Absolutely. So, that's the number one. No, I, I would say that uh, I think raclette, again, is going to still be something big. I think cooking with cheese is going to get bigger and bigger, which is kind of a cop-out, but I really believe that people are starting to get more and more excited about what I do with, what you do with cheese, potentially. Yeah. Um, the other big trend, and this is much larger, I think, than the, this is more in the big, big sense, is that Cheeses, I, I know the two, I can't wait to say this, because I can't wait to hear what the two of you are going to say, but spicy cheeses, cheeses with spice in that, spice like jalapenos and things like that, I believe is going to be, That's gonna be a, trend? a big deal. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say we were finally going to stop letting people buy that and actually physically remove people from the store. No, I think, it's, I think you're going to see even more of it. I think it's going to be even more, and I think there's going to be, like, I think Chipotle... Chipotle so is going to be bigger. Crap in it is uh, and is, uh, going to be the rage in 2017. Seriously, why do you think I that? Think though? I just I know some makers that are making it, and she they have people. large she expectations for it. So they're looking at that as a bigger, bigger push. And um, and then I also think, again, I can't wait to hear what you say about this, but I think that the uh, cheeses that are made with um, with milk other than dairy are going to be bigger. All right, I'm out of here. So, All right, we're done. I know, I know, We're closing I know, down this show. This show is over. If you'd over. like to make a call, please hang on. I fame. I might even burn this studio down. Just up here. There we go. Nice. <laughs> we're done, people. We're done. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, man. I know. I'm, so I'm not going to get past I, the point just... where I don't, I don't bristle when that's called cheese. Yeah, you know. Yeah, never mind. It's in contravention of the, uh, you know, the Strasser convention of, you know, God knows when and its definition of what, 
what constitutes Okay, but on the other side, I'm going to leave that alone now that I've really ruined the entire show, and I will say that um, raw milk cheeses, I think, as people are becoming more and more aware, and I think that's going to be a big deal this year. So... Um, you mean be, you people think are going to be, be asking for them or wanting to know more about I them think, or both? I think they're going to – it's both. I think that it, they have been asking about them a little more, and I think it's going to get more that yeah. way. And I believe that it will uh, – then there will be more and more people that are interested in, in tasting raw milk cheeses, even though they've probably been eating them all along, and will th- those will actually grow in terms of um, – you know, dollars on our counters. Well, you know what, what about cheeses with uh, yuzu mayonnaise? <laughs> you, you see any yeah. pizza there? Turn his mic off. Turn it off. <laughs> no. And, but seriously, yeah, I think I agree with you a little bit that they will ask and they will buy a little bit more. But what I hope and my prediction, and I'm going to say this right before we go to the break, is that people are finally, finally going to understand that use and sell-by dates on cheese are a fallacy. And they're going to stop asking about them. And they're going to stop looking at them. And they're going to take a look at the things that they buy, that they're going to eat. And they're going to decide for themselves whether or not they taste good and use that, you know, as a judgment as to whether or not the cheese is over the hill. You know? I don't have to throw oh, off the yogurt. That's what I'm talking hope, about. I, I think that that would be a wonderful thing, Greg. Just a wonderful thing. <sighs> a man and I, can I think dream. we both would love that. A man can dream. All right, we're going to go to a short break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk to these two rascals a little bit more. Hold on a second. Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese, period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds, delicious fresh cheese curds, or deep-fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchois, which was named 2016's World Champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at eatwisconsincheese.com. And as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no brainer. Nice, nice. Welcome back to Cutting the Curd. You're tuning into our little holiday special, Cheese Stories. A few weeks late, but better late than never. Um, we have our holiday special regular guest, Matt Rubiner, on the line, as well as friend of the show and co-founder of Culture Magazine, Lassa Skinner. Now that we've talked a little bit about the holiday and uh, our predictions, 
you know, about yuzu mayonnaise and use-by dates, um, I wanted to turn the conversation a little bit to cheese stories from years past. Lassa, I'd love to start with you. Do you have a cheese story from behind the counter, maybe your best holiday moment ever? My best holiday moment ever. And it can't be like when you closed the door at night and left, you know what I mean? Let's try get get it, you know, while we're open maybe, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would say, I, I mean, best meaning the funniest or potentially sure. the most. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go with, oh, wow, that was the most amazing thing. I'm going to go with when I screwed up the worst, which nice. would have been um, uh, early. I mean, it could have been later in my career, but it is. it was fairly eh, maybe on the, in the first third. And I was cutting. Uh, I was waiting on a customer who wanted um, a bunch of different uh, cuts of mimolette. And they wanted them all very similarly cut, so they were all a third of a pound. And I believe at this point, I believe I remember correctly that it was 10 of them, and each of them were individually wrapped, because that happens a lot, you know, in the holidays. Oh, yeah. You wrap them, you want them labeled, but not with the price, and... And without a use-by date. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I just remember very vividly, uh, you know, starting that. And, and, you know, I I will put this out there. I did say this as the hordes of people were staring at you as you're behind the counter and they're all waiting in line for you to hurry up and wait on them. Yeah. But uh, we kept saying, be nice to your – this is – this whole month is be nice to your monger month. <laughs> so you should all be leaving, you know, presents. You should be coming in with a present for the monger, if that's what we think. But anyway, but I remember cutting these and being, you know, terribly, terribly worried about whether they're going to be a third of a pound, each of them, and doing okay for the beginning. And then one was much larger, like, you know, half a pound, uh, or a little over a half pound, so I had to go back to it again, recut, <sighs> and I did that over and over. I know, but uh, and I literally went through, you know, I think a wheel. I was going to say like six mimolettes. <laughs> yeah. I had to go and get another mimolette <laughs> out and all of that stuff, and it was. And I severely cut the bejesus out of my hand as well yeah, on the last one. That. So I would say that that was my holiday story of you know i learned and you have to learn you have to learn by doing but i learned the hard way that you know even though you're trying really hard you can sometimes really mess up and um so so you had angry customers that's one that i remember very distinctly because you're under pressure sure and you have to do it and i have been there before i've seen that and you cut yourself and you're bleeding and they're still looking at you I had a, yeah, I did, still looking at you. I yep. did that at at, uh, at Dean and DeLuca back in the day. I remember I cut the heck out of myself, and um, and uh, this this person was in front of me in the counter, and I was literally like bleeding where I could, you could see the blood dripping down. And they looked at me, and they're like, "So who's going to finish my order?" You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, wow, <laughs> people are brutal. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm just going to bleed all over your cheese, and I'm going to double charge you. Um, What what about you, Ruben? You got a best? You got a worst for us? Well, first, I I should say that, uh, you know, your story about cutting mimolette into smaller and smaller smaller pieces hits particularly close to 
home for me, and though it's not a holiday tragedy story, it's, uh, it is the single most, uh, um, most uh, maybe, maybe the single worst hour in my cheese career, and maybe uh, it, was, it, was the, uh, it was the realization of every horrible dream that one has that you, you know, didn't, uh, you know, go to class and had to take the exam or you're, you know, show up naked oh. or something. Oh, where, yeah. where I was at the, yeah. competing in the Mayor of Fromager du Monde competition, um, you know, a few years back. And, um, and it got to the point where you have to sculpt the cheese, right? And I had no plan. I had no plan coming into France. I had no plan when that um, portion of the day's uh, events started. And I'm just staring at the staring at the cheeses they gave you to cut. And meanwhile, you know the Italian guys carving uh, mimolette into the Colosseum, <laughs> leaning tower of Pia, literally. And you know the Japanese woman has a has a steamer trunk full of props. And I'm like, nice, right? And the Australian guys carving a shark, and and I'm like staring at this wheel of mimolette, hungover, no I'm plan. sure. And, and the French, you know, there's thousand people in the audience or whatever, and the French, uh, you know, national television guy sticking his mic in my face, and I don't speak French, but I know, and he's looking at me and saying, look at the Americans, so stoic, yeah. you know, and I'm like freaking out, so I cut the mimolette in half. First, I was going to do like a protest vote, and like, you know, this is my cheese sculpture. Cheese is a work of art. It does not need to be uh, <laughs> Yeah, nice try, but, buddy. Uh, you know, I didn't do that, and then, uh, so I cut it in half. Um, and then, uh, you know, I cut it in half again, and I cut it in half again, I cut it in half again. Eventually, I was able to uh, um, turn it into 150 more or less perfect isosceles triangles, which I laid out on a uh, kind of a smudge <laughs> mirror they gave us for the day. And, uh, and uh, I'll show you pictures. It was quite, uh, um, my wife wonders how I, I came up with even that much creativity. But then the worst was. I'm actually. Did, yeah, me too. Why didn't you use. Why didn't you use the yuzu mayonnaise? <laughs> and that I didn't have any on there. What happened? I was a fix of it. Oh, damn. Place because they, they picked up, I didn't realize, but when it was all done, they picked up each of the displays, the sculpted cheeses, to move them to the grand banquet. And, of course, mine was just a bunch of dominoes, basically, and just fell over into a heap. So the first thing I did when uh, it was put on grand display was I tore my name off the... Uh, or my <laughs> but no, the worst, the worst holiday experience I ever had was, uh, I, I, sorry if this morphed into worst holiday experience as opposed to. That's all good. Most joyous, but who, you know, who remembers the good things? But one yeah. year, this is actually a New Year's thing, and there was a, there was a customer um, who's, who's now passed away, so I can use his real name, Murray Leibowitz, down in Boca Raton. And every year he would place a giant Christmas order and a giant New Year's order that I would ship down. Because a lot of our customers, you know, during the winter, they fly back down to Boca Raton. Um, and uh, New Year's, the day before, I guess it was New Year's, the, you know, the 30th, the day of New Year, era of New Year's Day. And, uh, um, and it's about 6 o'clock at night, and my manager calls and says, hey, Murray could just call to check if his order was on the way. Ooh. And I had totally misfiled the order, and I just flapped Ooh. it I... And I was just, so I hurried back to the store, put together this order, and uh, um, tried to find a UPS place, no dice. And I just roamed the streets until I saw a UPS truck, and I chased it down, made him pull over. He's like, oh, yeah, people do this all the time. Um, And he's like, oh, this is going air mail, you know, air to, next day air to Florida, and now I can't do it. Um, He was like, what should I do? He's like, you got to drive to Springfield Airport, and, you know, by 8 o'clock and get it. I'm looking, it's like 6.15. There's no way I'm getting to Springfield Airport. So I just went home, like, 
sit down to you know half a bottle of bourbon and tell my wife that. You know, <laughs> we just lost like, Murray. Oh, I got to I got to deal with this somehow. I got to find a way out of this. So yeah. then I uh, um, had this brilliant idea, and I called this guy. I really loved like the smelly Swiss sort of things, and uh, I called Caroline, you know, Hostetler, middle of the night, you know, and, and era of New Year's Eve, and uh, and. She hooked me up with the manager of a store, and goddamn, I can't remember the name of the store, but near Boca Raton. And I called her in the middle of the night, and then she's like, call me back at like 6 o'clock in the morning, and they put together an order, more or less a facsimile of what he actually ordered and delivered it to his doorstep by <gasps> that morning. That's uh, brilliant. That's amazing. Just what you should have done. Just they, what you should have done. God, yeah. it's pounding now. I mean... That's actually a really nice story. Yeah, it's it was an awesome horrible. Story. Oh, right, that, that is a festive, through, but it's, good, uh, it's a you know, it's a great story. like relationship story of you know how we work together. That's a great Next story. Next on the Hallmark Channel, Murray Leibovitz. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's also like just the just the like that panic of the holidays, and you're just like, because in the end, I mean, we love cheese, we sell it, but it is cheese. You know, it's not like I forgot to send Murray his. You know his kid kidney in the mail. You know what I mean? Like it's like right. You know, right. But we get there. We yeah. go there. You know, all the time. And and it's true. That's pretty awesome that you put it out there for him and get it done. You know, I would expect nothing less mm. from a man of your right. character. You're you know, yeah, you're a gentleman I, I and a scholar. I'm doing my massive screw ups. Nice. Hey, you guys both were <laughs> Formaggio Kitchen alums. You both are, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did yeah. you work there at the yeah, same time? Yeah, we worked there together. Yes, Matt was my my very very wonderful boss. No shit. Do you got a nice horror story yeah. you can tell us about Matt and his management style or technique no, or anything I'm like sure that? Not sure. I was given the proper am... tools to manage. All right. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with that, but you did a wonderful job, and I'm abstaining of answering anything more oh, on this front. Oh. All I know is that I was completely shell shocked the whole time. I did my bloody best, and that, and and he was. When Very did you nice guys work me, there again? Or not. I do. Funny how memories fade with time. When did you guys work yeah. there? Well, I, mean, uh, I, it was, there I was only there in the right in the mid mid nineties. Like say ninety three to ninety five. No, no, I, like ninety five, ninety years ago. So. Isn't that crazy? Ninety-five, ninety-seven. Wow, I was working right across at the. See, I wasn't cool enough to work at Formaggio, so I worked at Savonors instead. You were selling bear meat over at Savonors. Goddamn right, llama meat as well. Bear and snake meat. Over <laughs> at yeah. They'd be like, Greg, this this African lion strip steak didn't sell. Do you want to take it home and cook it? And I was like, sure. And then I realized halfway through the worst meal of my life that I was eating a cat, and that was the last time I ever did anything like that. Um, oh, that's good though. <laughs> Anyways, I, I digress. That, I think llama meat is going to be a huge hit this year. That's yeah. A, that's a trend. <laughs> that's yeah. your prediction. La, llama meat with yuzu mayonnaise. Awesome. How else would you eat it? Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't know. Well, was, I think with shaved mimolette. Yeah, nice. I wouldn't do anything for some shaved mimolette. I haven't had any of that in a long time. <laughs> hey, so will either of you guys be doing any cheese travel in 2017? God, I hope so. There you go. Uh, I will. Where will you um, be? I am going over to New Zealand. In, oh, no um, well, I mean, a lot within the country because there's so much. I mean, Wisconsin, of course, and and, uh, and also Denver, the ACS. But I, out, outside of the country, I'm going to New Zealand in March, and um, I will be a judge on their um, on the New Zealand Cheese Awards. And 
It's the second time I've done it, and it's near and dear to my heart, of course, because I'm half Aussie. So I, they do have really great milk over there, probably. I will just say probably better milk than Australia, but that's just because they have a lot more water. Sure. Um, but, um, and then I'm hoping, I, I think that's probably it for me. I don't, I don't know that I'll be doing any others, any other trips. What about, what about you, Roots? Oh, God, I wish I could. I mean, I was supposed to go to the judge at the World Cheese thing, you know, in Spain, and had to back yeah. out of that like a couple Me weeks too. before. I couldn't, couldn't do it. Put together the staff. And so this year, who knows, but hoping to get up to Pittsfield a couple times. Nice. Down to Will- <laughs> Hell, yeah. Get out to Greenfield. <laughs> you know, Greenfield, you, you know. Go, I'm going to Italy next week. You could go all cheese. the way to Vermont. What about Vermont? I mean, yeah. oh, Vermont, know, right, it's a yeah. big trip. Yeah, 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 right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely Vermont. Well, I, I hope to be um, getting out to, you know, to Bra, um, which I will be come hook nor crook because I missed the last time because I was ill mentally. And uh, so I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get over to, to, um, to visit Jolito and Giorgio and all of those lovely folks in Bra, you know. So Yeah, I um, agree. I would like to, to do that as well. Awesome. That would be great. That's in September. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully That'll we'll be get great. there. All right, kids, I want to say thank you both for coming on. It's always nice to talk to both oh, of you. And, um, you know, stay strong. Stay strong down there, Rubiner. You know, don't, um, don't, don't revert to, like, cannibalism or something in these lean months, all right? Uh, just, uh, stay away from <laughs> well, that. Well, I think I actually heard earlier that he has some caviar for Ooh. sale there. So I think, uh, I think that it's – Oh, was that, was that on the, on the air? Great bearing. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't. It was just me. So I heard it, and I'm like – I'll take some of that. Right. What is, what is a sign of our time that we're having a caviar blowout sale? Go to Rubiner's. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> get, get down to Ruby at Rubiner's for some caviar. Half price. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for listening. Stay tuned for another Cutting the Curd coming up right. next week. Ciao. 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 Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.